0: What's better than a regular happy hour? How about an ultimate happy hour for moms? Martini Mamas podcast is a weekly hangout for modern mamas to discuss mamahood, work-life balance, blended families, and self-care. So whether you're looking for advice, community, or a new bestie, you are in the right place. Cheers. Welcome back to another episode of the Martini Mamas podcast. It's your girl, Rika. And here it is all about the poor, both figuratively and literally. I hope you guys have had an amazing week. I know I have. Just things have been uh, just falling into place, so to speak. And that has been because I really have been being intentional with my time um, and really intentional with my peace, too just learning to just rest. I think that's one of the things that I am learning this season, that it is okay to rest. Whereas before, I think I would have felt guilty for taking a nap, or I would have just tried to push through. But now that is not something that I'm doing. Uh, Today's topic I wanted to talk about was embracing self-love as we discover our worth. Just with the hustle and bustle of just daily life with the kids and the job and just trying to be the goal-driven mama I know I am, I think it is very easy for us to forget the importance of just self-love. When we start thinking about self-love, we start thinking about the concept of self-worth. I think Those two go hand-to-hand, and it can be very transformative um, when we start acknowledging it as so, right? And so I wanted today to give us five actionable ways that we could really go through this journey of embracing self-love while also recognizing um, the value that lies within us. And the first step of all steps, that is practicing self-compassion. I was just doing a conference. Uh, It was actually a retreat, a self-care retreat that I spoke at this uh, past weekend. And it was the breakthrough experience. And one of the things that she talked about was this story that we tell ourselves that is really a lie. And this lie really prevent us from doing all the things that we say that we're going to do. And I sat there and I thought, like, it is. It is this internal dialogue that we have with ourselves that keeps us from doing the thing. And it's sort of us comparing ourselves to other people, not thinking um, we're good enough, we're worthy enough, or that we we just can do it, that like imposter syndrome sits in. But when we sit back and we begin to check our resume and really look at all the things that we've done, it should cue us to say, girl, you don't know how to do it now, but you can learn how to do it because you've learned how to do all of these other things. And so what does that begin with? It begins with having enough compassion with ourselves to start. And I think when we start thinking about self-love, self-love starts with self-compassion. It's extending the, the same kindness and understanding and support that we give other people, right? It's giving those things to ourselves. And why is it so hard for us to do that thing? Uh, why is it so hard for us to give ourselves grace? A lot of times, people go, "Well, what does it? What is it? What does it mean to give yourself grace? That means to forgive yourself the same way that you would forgive your child or your partner or your spouse. It is having Uh, This idea that it's okay to make the mistake. I'm learning and acknowledging at least I tried. I think once we begin to embrace the fact that perfection is an illusion and that mistakes are part of the human experience, only then do we thrive. Like for real. And so instead of having the harsh judgment Just really just sitting down and practicing self-compassion by acknowledging our imperfections without losing sight of our worth. Like those two don't go hand to hand. Like your worth is not tied to the failure. It's not. I like to say it like this. You know how you got like that best girlfriend and she calls you up and she's like, girl, I can't believe I did this. Or girl, I can't believe I let him do this to me again. Or girl, I can't believe I'm doing this. And you like there's something that happened between y'all and you give that person empathy and you give her forgiveness Give that inner child, that girl that's in you right now, give her that same empathy and forgiveness, right? So that's number one. It is practicing self-compassion, which leads to my other thing, which is number two, identifying and challenging negative self-talk. Like this is something that I I think Since retiring, I've had to battle over the years. It's just challenging the way I talk because right now I know that we are in the season that our power are in our words and a lot of things that we're speaking, we're attracting and it is. Yo, we're bringing those things out because we're speaking those things. And so, the way you talk to yourself often self like often um shapes your self-perception. It really does. And so when you have negative self-talk, it can be very insidious. It will basically chip away any self-esteem that you have. And when you begin to do this, there goes your self-worth. And so you have to begin to just talk to yourself, like, with love. And so now lately, I've been, every time that I have a negative thought, I instantly go, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Like, that's my go-to thing. Like, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And I say that because it clicks me that everything that I'm going through, it's okay. I'm I'm going to get through this because I was made for this. I was made for this moment. And so the moment we take time to observe that internal dialogue, whether you're uplifting yourself or you're like criticizing yourself, just challenge it, challenge it more. If you are loving on yourself and uplifting yourself, love on yourself more. If you have a little bit of self-criticism identify where that's coming from. And sometimes it's because we're scrolling social media and we go into the comparison mode or we see the friend getting a job or we see the friend accomplishing things. And it's like, what is meant for you will never miss you. Like when I start really settling on that, then it enabled me to not think about anybody else but myself and really stay in my lane. Another thing when we were at this breakthrough experience, the self-care retreat, one of the things that I really loved that she did was she spread out these story cards and we had to go pick a card that spoke to us. And then we had to narrate a story based on that card. And it's funny how when you have to pick up a card, how your mind will instantly give the imagery Or the imagery will actually give the story. So if we begin to really sit and visualize what we are, who we are, and where we want to go, our words will match that. We we will begin to tell ourselves that story. So like if you're visualizing yourself to be like this bad, you know, negative person, that is what you will spew. But if you can visualize yourself being a person of love and compassion and knowing that you are giving it all that you have, like what does that look like? Like who does that person look like? And you really change the story. And so for me, this year I am challenging all negative thoughts. Um, I'm making time to replace them weekly with positive affirmations. And I'm also taking the time to recognize weekly my achievements, recognize the things that I was strong in, um, things I'm getting better in, and I'm taking it day by day. And when you start changing the narrative in your mind, you really start taking a powerful step towards just embracing who you are. Hence, self-love. Self-love is just that. It's all about self. I know you um, saw, I I don't know if you saw it, but I hope you did. Uh, Nisi Nash, she was talking about self-esteem. It's not other esteem. It's not they esteem. It's self-esteem. And the same goes for love. It's not their love, our love. It is self-love. And when we begin to walk in self-love and love on ourselves, we're able to love other people fully, right? Because it takes nothing from you to light somebody else's candle, but it takes everything in you to light your own candle, okay? Now, that's leading me on to setting healthy boundaries, y'all. Setting healthy boundaries is something that I think is a conversation that never gets old. It is a conversation that needs to Always be had, especially as a mom. We always need to have this conversation. And it's because we're the worst at um, adhering to the boundaries. Like we'll set them, but it's some non negotiables that we need to put in place. So I think the reason why boundaries for moms get so hard is because we have this allegiance to our kids that we just want to give them the all and we want to give them the best. And there's nothing wrong with that except when we're not giving ourselves that same type of like love, you know? And yes, I'm going to keep saying self-love because that's what this topic is about today. It is about really having self-love and respecting our own needs and our limits and relationships and commitments. Now, for me, I think I've had to really hone on this, especially like having four kids. And with the spouse and just recognizing that it is okay for me not to be okay. It is okay for me to say no when necessary. And it's definitely okay for me to prioritize my well-being. But I would be lying if didn't think about the times where I felt guilty. There were times where, you know, waking up and even going to the gym, I will feel this need, like I gotta hurry up and rush back. And I'm like I don't know why I felt that guilt, but it was like, if I'm not in the house or if I'm not present, then something is not gonna happen. It's it just wasn't true. And I think again, it's that narrative in this story that we begin to tell ourselves about, you know, how we take care of ourselves and just being okay with girl, handle what you need to handle. Go do what you're gonna do. These kids is gonna be okay. The kids are gonna be fed. The the spouse is here. He can take care of things. And it's also, we complain about not having support, but when we don't set the boundaries or put them in place, we don't give the other people around us to step up and support us. We don't. We don't allow them to support us. And so I think like when we're setting boundaries, it's not a sign of selfishness, right? It's not that. It's about creating and communicating the value and the respect that we have for ourselves—it's like your core values—and not letting somebody run over you. And we, when we stop to really sit down and set these parameters around ourselves, even with our kids, we uh, we're we're teaching them what healthy relationship look like. We're teaching them and and showing them. You have to take care of yourself because if you don't, no one's coming to save you, boo. Like, they're not. So we have to learn to self-advocate for ourselves. And and by establishing these clear boundaries, you create a space for self-care, which is separate than self-love. Self-care is putting these actions in place where we can make sure that our mind, body, and soul is taken care of and that our energy is directed towards the right activities and the right relationships that align with our values. All right. So since we're talking about aligning our values and activities, let's move on to number four. That is scheduling your joy. Engaging in things that truly bring you joy. When you are discovering your work, you will begin to start prioritizing activities that bring you genuine joy and fulfillment. I mean, you will take time to explore hobbies and interests that really resonates with your soul. Now, I have the mirror up here, which I love it. But... uh Oftentimes, I like to go to the gym rather than work out at home. And I think that's because there's an energy in the gym. You know, you get in the gym, everybody's lifting weights, everybody's vibing. There's a different energy going through the place that it just hits you. The same goes for when you're really exploring your hobbies, exploring things that bring you joy. There's a different energy with that. I even... Uh, a few weeks back, took the time to go do yoga, which I've never done group yoga before. But even in that setting with the sound bath, with just women, it was just a different energy that filled the room. And I'm like, man, once I left there, I was so refreshed. And that's what engaging in activities that bring you joy should do. It should bring, it should be something that brings you joy. When I spoke at this, um the Breakthrough Workshop, um, this retreat this weekend, and we start going through um, the Poor Workshop, which I like to give, I start asking the ladies like, when was the last time you did a hobby that you loved, right? And it was only one person in the room that was like, I do my hobby because, you know, my hobby is music. I enjoy music. I create music. And her gifts is making way for her. But, like, no one was like, man, It's been a long time since they really sat down and enjoyed a hobby. And so I challenge you this week, what is a hobby that you used to love, 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 love that you haven't done in a while? I challenge you to go either pursue that hobby again and see if it still interests you or try something different and see what type of energy, what type of joy and fulfillment that it brings to you. Remember when we start embracing self love, we start actively seeking moments of joy. We're, we're trying to incorporate those things daily in our life. So often we fill our life with like just work, 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 work. And you know, we got to pay bills and we got to do all these things that we often are not balanced. So when we start talking about work life balance, it's work life harmony. When you are. Not pouring into yourself spiritually, mentally, right? And your body is not healthy, you're gonna feel all over the place. You really are. If you want a quick exercise into like where you are right now, I like to do this thing called four square. You take a piece of paper, you write a big X on it across. And it essentially should be four squares in those four squares. You're going to write me being one of them, then home, maybe it's family slash kids and business or passion, something of those of that nature, right? For me, it is um, home, my business, me and my passion. And then What you do is you start filling those boxes with everything that you do, right? What you do for home, what you do for family, what you do for self, um, what you do for the passion or the hobby. And if you can look in your me block and see all the things that's in there and you start circling things that relates to your mind, your body, and your soul and start categorizing and count them up. If you're only doing things like journaling and maybe reading a book, those things are your mental. What are you feeding your spiritual? What if it's you start saying, well, I work out and maybe that's the only thing you do or you eat well. That's your body. But what are you doing for your mental? What are you doing spiritually? So essentially, you would want to feed in each of those buckets, Because when you have that cup filled up, then you're able to pour into home, you're able to pour into your family, you're able to pour into your kids, and you're able to really feel the joy you need to feel in those passions and hobbies. That's a quick exercise. Go ahead, try it out. Tag me if you do it. I want to see it. Or drop into the DMs on Martini Mama's Podcast and let me know how it worked for you. But Remember, your well-being is a priority. Joy is essential to just living a fulfilling life. Like, period. Like I I don't know how to express that more than more than how I have been right now at this moment. And the last thing I would say, invest in personal growth. Personal growth is a continuous journey. When we start embracing this self-love. It's really acknowledging your potential for growth. It's actively seeking opportunities to see the change and be the change that you want to be. It's investing in the time and energy to do the activities to contribute to that development. It it could be acquiring new skills, pursuing education, working on self-improvement like your mindset, financial stability. By investing in personal growth, like you're not only enhancing your capabilities, but you're also reinforcing the idea that you're worthy of the effort that it takes to become the best version of you. Oh, if that don't make you want to do something, I don't know what it's going to make y'all. Like lately, this has been what I've been on. It is really taking a time at the beginning of the month to get in a routine, to practice self-love and joy and doing all the things that brings me joy, but really investing in self. And so self-love is not this one-time event. It is an ongoing journey. It is a self-discovery, but it is an acceptance of like, everything that is in you made you who you are today it requires you to be committed it requires some mindfulness but it also a genuine desire to recognize and celebrate your worth right like by really truly practicing self compassion Challenging the negative self-talk, setting the healthy boundaries, engaging in activities that bring you joy, investing in personal growth. You're not only paving a way for a transformative journey towards a better you, but baby, when you thrive, everything around you thrives. Like you, your perspective change. And so I hope that By listening today, it reminded you on some things that you need to challenge in yourself and and that you can be honest with yourself and say, I need to do better in this area because that's what it was for me. When I sat down and was like, man, it's not enough for me to say I'm worthy. God knows that I'm worthy, right? Right. And and by that, I have to like take action. It's not enough to say I want to lose the weight. It's actually doing the things to lose the weight. Um, I was listening to I do like a morning devotional. And in the morning devotion, it was like, don't fall in love with the goal, fall in love with the routine, because then the results will come. And that's where I'm at right now. I am I am creating routines that I'm falling in love with and that by proxy, the results, I'm gonna be head over heels. And a lot of that had to do with my, just my faith and just really seeking God first and a lot of things instead of seeking the goal first. It's like, Is God telling me to do this or is this really ego driven? And so now is the time for me to do some checks and balances in that area and really to go further. And y'all, when you start asking asking God, like, Lord, position me, your will, your way, nothing more, nothing less. Y'all, be ready. Be ready for the phone calls because... Sometimes how we're seeing ourselves as these grasshoppers, we're seeing ourselves and devaluing ourselves to being like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm enough. Other people think you're enough. Other people are calling you. Other people see the potential in you. Other people value you. You're the only one that see yourself on this lower level. And so honestly, we have to sometimes step in that mirror and begin to speak those mirror truths. And those mirror truths are, are biblically sound based. Okay. I like to say that, right? I like to say that God's word over me will not come back void. And so I am going to take the time and really sit down and, appreciate the journey and not just get so bombarded by the things that's coming with the journey, right? Just really embracing it, just really breathing it in and and making sure you're getting a lesson learned. So today we are raising our glass to self-love because baby, we're worth it. I hope that you enjoy this episode. Please be sure to share with a girlfriend who just needs a little uplifting to say, girl, you got this and I got you. Until next week, remember, it's all about the poor baby and don't forget to do it. Well, that is the end of today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. If we're not connected on Instagram, which is my favorite place to hang out, be sure to stop by and say hi at Martini Mama's podcast. Also. If you haven't done so, please follow, rate, and review us. Higher ratings and higher reviews mean more dope moms can find us. And I keep bringing you fresh mom content that matters. Until next Thursday, be blessed.